starts to crack. How is everyone? I hope everyone's doing well and everyone at home in Ireland is enjoying the sunshine and the summer even though we're just in summer's over now actually. Everyone's back to school and back to work but it looked like an absolute whopper. <laughs> whopper of a summer so it did. Love Island's over, Millennium won. Um, I know I said in my Love Island episode that I didn't like Liam, but I was swayed. I was swayed in the end. <laughs> they were just so cute. So cute. I could have bait them. They're so cute. Like, um, Some people might disagree and I'm probably a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm actually a full-blown hypocrite because I'm pretty sure that I said basically cut the back off him and said obviously don't go back there however sure lads look I'm eating my words now um I hope they last <laughs> that's all I'll say Chloe and Toby were a cute couple as well but um no the other two were just oh they were just so adorable obsessed with each other anyways so love island's over back to school at home first day of spring here in australia still in lockdown but that's grand not really but sure what can we do and no but things are things are looking up i'd say that's what i keep telling myself i don't watch the news or anything or look at the cases anymore but I, I all I care about now is the the vaccine numbers I don't even look at that anymore I was flat out looking at them every day but I just don't bother now because it's just gonna happen when it happens like I'll, somebody will tell me when things change like somebody will tell me shit that I need to know everything else all that other small shit I don't need to know actually so I'm all right without knowing it um I had a little break I had a little break because I was I was in a little bit of pain <laughs> so I was um yeah so I just kind of I didn't I didn't stop the podcast on purpose really it was just because so basically right to kind of I don't even know to tell you what this episode is actually going to be about is just a life update basically because I've just been AWOL on the on the podcast um not that anyone honestly cares because everyone's obviously busy with their own lives but you know what I mean so yeah I know I just had back troubles <laughs> I just had a bad back lads um yeah no I've had a very bad back for years I'm sure everybody in my life will have heard me complain about my back at some point or time how many years I actually don't know but like I think I can remember times where it was sore like back when I was living at home in Ireland so I don't know maybe four or five six possibly could even be seven years I really I really don't know I've always had like a a pain in my back where I'd have to lie certain ways and all that but in the last year it got very bad and in the last so in the last year very bad in the last eight or nine months quite bad as in like more bad (laughs) then in the last two to three months oh jesus unbearable like disabled literally like i was 
disabled because of my back. Like I wasn't able to do anything. Anything really. Like Dennis was cooking my dinner for me. I milked that one. So I did. Um, no, I just couldn't stand for longer than a few seconds at a time. Um, I was mangled looking. <laughs> Don't even get me started. So I was like the, I was like, if you could imagine the Leaning Tower of Pisa, that was my body. So um, it was all on my left side. So basically I had a slip disc, um, a bulging disc that was pressing down on my nerves. So I wasn't sleeping at night. I couldn't stand for longer than a few seconds. I couldn't walk. Walking, like, I'm only about two minute walk from the shop. If Three minute walk, we'll say. From the nearest Coles in Ranwick. And no, I wasn't going to be doing that. I couldn't do it. Like, I literally, I couldn't do it. So, Dennis was buying my groceries for me in the last... Well, that was only... It was getting worse and worse every day, we'll say. Um, like on my birthday, my birthday was the 25th of July. I went for a walk that day. Um, I was actually so annoyed because oh, like it was nice. The walk was lovely and I wanted, I wanted to go for a walk. Like I love walking, right? I like being active. I love a good walk, especially a coastal walk. Love it. <laughs> and by the way, we're in lockdown. So that's all we can fucking do is go for a walk. So um that was like the highlight of my birthday but we went on this long walk and I was just in agony in agony and we ended up going I don't know how many kilometers we did but it was a long walk and I didn't want it to be but anyways that's besides the point but that was the last time that I well I went for a few walks then after but every time I was walking like I have to I was in constant pain and I'd have to stop and stretch out my back and like it was very hard to hold conversation with people because I just had chronic pain in my back the whole time. So it was getting progressively worse then day by day, week by week. Because after that, then I just didn't walk anymore. Like it was just unbearable. And so, yeah, so it was pressing down on my nerves. I'd been going to physio and stuff. And then he sent me for an MRI and he saw that I had the um, bulging disc pressing on my nerves. And then I had scoliosis as a result of being so, like the scoliosis wasn't causing me any pain or anything. That wasn't hurting me. Like the disc was what was hurting me. But because I was bent so much, I had um, scoliosis in my in my back. So anyway, to look at me, so I was bent sideways because I couldn't like I was constantly leaning to the right you know like trying to alleviate the pressure off my left side so I was just completely sideways like honestly it was like a walking leaning tower of Pisa but then not only was I leaning to my right like my whole body I wish I could show you I I didn't take I didn't really take any pictures of myself because to be honest, I hated myself. So I was just very self-conscious of it towards the end. And then so anyways, not only was I leaning to the side, I was also bent forward because I couldn't, um, you know, like push my shoulders back and like stand up straight. Basically, I couldn't stand up directly straight. I was literally like, do you know the way you would see older women or men or whatever walking around and they're literally bent forward. That was me. Yeah, at the age of 26, that was me. 
anytime Dennis sees old people or even me if I see an old person we saw one the other day I was like Just, that was me now a few weeks ago she was this woman was completely bent forward God love them honestly I understand but yeah so I was bent forward and I was bent sideways I was just in agony Um, I was still I went back to work so we had a bit of time off because of Covid and then I was back to work and yeah just because I was just always sitting um, and lying down sleeping couldn't sleep at night was on sleeping tablets it was just joy I was just getting it was the nerve pain that was bothering me the most. So it was shooting pains down my um, down my left leg, down to my toes, tingling sensation in my toes. So I went and got the MRI. Then the physio um, sent me to the orthopedic doctor over here, one of them, and he recommended surgery. And initially, my parents... Well, initially, I was like, well, right, okay... My parents didn't want me to get it because they were like, oh, Jesus Christ, surgery on your back, yada, 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 you know, yourself. Then my mom's friend, Noreen, shout out to Noreen, <laughs> um, is a physio. So she asked her as well what she thought. And basically, like in my mind, like I wanted to go for the surgery like I had tried other things like I was trying physio I was doing my exercises every day but like it was gradually getting worse like and you don't nobody's in your own body you don't know you don't know what somebody else is is feeling like it was fully affecting my life I was a cranky bitch like there's no <laughs> there's no two ways about it um I'm sure you could ask Dennis and he would agree um but sure, like, I couldn't even hold a conversation, you know. Even when I was at work, I was just miserable. I was, like, even Ellis would say she, I, I was a different person because I was just sitting there. The pain, like, the painkillers weren't really working either because it was nerve pain. Like, I, and I suppose, I think it was that, um like, he could have prescribed me with stronger ones, but then, like, sure, then you have risks of you know, liver damage and them becoming addictive and stuff and different things like that. Obviously, you know, you, you nobody's going to give you these extremely strong painkillers um, very easy. But I was so I was taking the sleeping tablets um, and they were that was kind of a painkiller as well. And at the start, that was helping me. But then it stopped helping me. Like I went to sleep the first two nights and then after that then when that's when that didn't work I think it was like the third night of the fortnight and then it didn't work and I couldn't sleep and Jesus Christ if I it was just so frustrating do you know what I mean like when you can't sleep <laughs> it was the only time that you'd be able to get rid of the pain like the pain was 24 7 no it's not it wasn't 10 out of 10 pain obviously but it was like I don't know what you would even... It was more uncomfortable. So maybe I'd, I'd rank it at a, a permanent five though. And like emphasis on the permanent part. Do you know what I mean? It it doesn't really matter. Like it just never... It never went away. It was just really irritating. Anyways, mom and dad didn't want me to get the surgery. And a few other people kind of said, Oh Jesus, do you know, surgery on your back. I don't know now. Because I'd be very reluctant. Which is fair enough. Like, it's surgery on your back. But I was like, how do you mean? <laughs> I'm in agony here. And this specialist orthopedic doctor, like, 
very successful doctor here in Sydney is recommending it. And also Mam's friend Noreen the physio had also said like she took into consideration the way I was and everything that I was saying and she said well then an operation wouldn't be a bad shout. That operation wouldn't be a bad shout because like physio could have taken maybe two years for me to get back to normal but like I wasn't able to do basic things so that just wasn't really it wasn't really an option for me I felt so then I so then as the pain started getting worse I was like um I waited like two weeks or something two and a half weeks maybe and then I just decided you know what now fuck it I'm going to I'm going to get the operation because (laughs) I'm 26 years old and I can make my own decisions because the only reason I wasn't was because mom and dad were like no Jesus we'll try all these different things now first and then maybe maybe we'll consider it then or something and I was thinking to myself I'm 26 I don't need my parents permission to go for an operation like I have health insurance I can just go and do it but in my head I was thinking you know but then if anything did go wrong they are the people that you're turning to after so but anyways I did decide to go and get it and I wasn't nervous at all no this is so funny as I'm looking out the window here now there's there's an old woman and she's bent forward exactly like I was speak of the devil lads and they will arrive so yeah so I went for the I decided to go for the operation and the doctor that I had like was basically saying that that operation was one that he does like every day numerous times a day kind of job like that it was very straightforward there was minimal risks to the operation and it will definitely solve all the the nerve pain that I am experiencing but might not cure me of all the back pain which I didn't mind because my main issue was the nerve pain like what was stopping me from standing up straight and sleeping and all that was the nerve pain so any other back pain I was like that's grand I'll just go to physio I'll do my exercises I'll go to acupuncture I'll do whatever that's grand as long as we can alleviate the main issue so wasn't nervous one bit was excited like was literally buzzing I was like lads I'm gonna be a normal person again I'm gonna be able to stand up straight again I won't be complaining anymore was buzzing was not nervous at all I have never had surgery before well I've had the um oh what's that called again now a loop excursion that's not surgery but I was I was asleep for it like that's as in that's the only like hospital experience that I've had where I've been put to sleep you know what I mean I've ha- I've never had anything seriously wrong with me and I've never been um under an anesthetic before so maybe that was me being naive or whatever just too confident but anyways I just wasn't nervous I was buzzing so went in for the surgery that was grand I'm trying to think of everything as I'm as I'm speaking here oh yeah so went in for the surgery was being rolled in and your man was like oh I had an issue with my back before as well I didn't go for surgery and it took me like two years to fix it and but don't worry the doctor has done this like thousands of times before I was like happy days bye go on away roll me in so went for the surgery (laughs) Went for the surgery. Oh, and because of COVID, you're, you know, you're not allowed any visitors. So nobody, none of the girls were in to see me and Dennis couldn't 
go in with me or anything which was grand went in woke up <laughs> oh my god I'm like as I said like I've never had an operation before so I just didn't really know what it was going to be like when I woke up like I remember waking up from having the loop excursion thing and I was just groggy and I thought stupidly that it was just going to be something similar to that nah it's just a strange experience I was just like oh, we're so out of it so so out of it was just looking around me like eyes opening and closing like you know was barely was obviously only slowly coming back to reality and I was in a lot of pain and um I think what was bothering me most was I could see the nurse right and I'm not this is I'm not giving out about nurses at all or this nurse I like she was obviously busy it was nothing to do with the nurse but I could see her and she wasn't coming over to me I just in my head was expecting like when I woke up that there would be someone beside me be like oh hello you're awake and it's grand and everything went fine or whatever like it went whichever way and you're here now and it's whatever time of the day and this is what we're going to do with you next um but she wasn't doing that which was grand and I couldn't speak because I had the gas mask on um over my face and bearing in mind like I was just completely out of it anyway I had so they had ketamine um pumping into me and then um why is my voice sound so shaky I swear I was on the verge of crying so they had ketamine pumping into me and then I had morphine as well so yeah you can just imagine how loopy I was anyway so I was calling her over I was trying to call her over anyway with the fucking gas mask on me I couldn't even speak so then she came over to me and she was like hi what's your are you in pain what's your pain out of 10 and one of the girls Joanna's a nurse so she was like nobody can rank your pain only you so if you say you're a 10 you're a 10 but I was just so I obviously I was in a lot of pain like he was after cutting my back open do you know what I mean but I, I think initially I said nine but I was just so, I, I was more so initially I said nine and then I was like no 10 10 10 but that was more because I was like I was calling for help more so than I was actually being like I'm in pain I was just like no 10 like help me 10 <laughs> I don't know and then I was calling for Dennis and I was like Dennis Dennis and she was like no you can't have any visitors in because of Covid I'm really sorry and I was just like no and I was just like fucking hell just was so delirious I suppose is the word I remember them coming in the doctors like my doctor coming in and testing my um my feeling in my my feet and my toes and then I think I was wheeled up to my to my room and the doctor came in and bearing in mind now just keep in mind I was loopy like out of it was just going in and out of reality we'll say but I was I wasn't allowed um visitors so it was just me there and the doctor came in then and he was like there we had um a complication and I was like what and he was like I cut open your dural sleeve by accident so your dural sleeve is like um your nerve tube is what he described it to me as um so it's basically like the tube with all your nerves inside it Do you know the way you would have a wire with all like like the tube 
but all the wires are inside it it's literally that like that's the way he described it to me as you know layman's terms for the <laughs> the non-healthcare worker inside the bit so yeah anyway so he cut the dural sleeve by accident and so my nerves were exposed and the nerves were bruised and obviously like when he cut the the dural sleeve he was just about you know nearly cut the actual the nerves but they were bruised so he had to um he had to call in a neurosurgeon this he's telling me all this now as i'm off my absolute face right so he's calling and i only remembered bits but i i know the story now so that's what i'm telling you um so he cut the dual sleeve had to bring in the neurosurgeon to assist him in the surgery and they had to put that back together without damaging my nerves and then so he sewed that up and they put some sort of a glue or whatever on top of it to seal it up good and proper um and I was just like what <laughs> I was like what how do you mean I was just so confused so confused because obviously loopy and confused because I was not one bit nervous coming in I thought like bish bash bash gonna go in now get the surgery out three weeks I'll be grinding again so I was just so confused I remember even in the state that I was in I asked I goes has this because I was just trying to grasp is this like something that happens not regularly but like does it happen the odd time and like this is grand like you've made a complication but it's grand so I said has this happened before has this happened to you before because I just wasn't grasping it like and he was like uh, it's happened to me once in 21 years so I was like right okay so there's this isn't an expected complication and it's not something <laughs> obviously no complication is expected but or like hoped for or not hoped for but like you know you know what I mean so I was just trying to grasp the whole like I because he wasn't I wasn't just getting I wasn't getting the vibes of how serious it was, I suppose. So that's why I needed to ask, like, has it happened before? Like, um, so then when you said that, I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah, once in 21 years. And of course, it had to be Ashton then. What? No, didn't I say this? Didn't I say this in my last podcast episode? And this is not like, woe is me now, because mom's given out to me afterwards for saying like that I'm not, uh, I'm an unlucky person. Not that I'm unlucky, like, it's not like terrible things happen to me, but like, do you know, like, and I'm, it's very tongue-in-cheek when I say that, because mum was like, that's a terrible outlook to have in life, you can't be saying that. I was like, no, like, I'm only taking the piss out of myself. Do you know, like, random, random stupid shit just happens to me that just wouldn't happen, my friends will say. I'm obviously not the most unlucky person in the world, I'm, <laughs> I'm aware of that, but it's always just like of course of course that would just be my look do you know what I mean anyways that was a bit scary to say the least so was still loopy so was still obviously had ketamine coming in through me and um morphine I was pressing that button what's that called again I can't remember when you can press a button to um, induce more pain relief into you so it took me ages to come back to to feeling like fully grand because I remember I was like looking out at the window and I could see that it was dark and I had actually went into that like I think the operation was at like three or something three o'clock in the day so 
even though it was like it gets dark here at around half five, I remember looking out of the window and seeing that it was it was pitch black, and I was thinking, what? Like, how is it? How is it dark? Like, what time is it? Where am I? What's going on? And so I called the nurse in and she was so lovely. That was my favourite nurse that I had. And she told me she was going to be back the next morning and she never came back to me. She lied. Well, no, she was probably in with different patients. But, um, yeah, no, I loved her. Lovely Scottish girl. But anyways, called her in and was just like, what time is it? And she was like, it's 12 o'clock at night. And I was like, what? I don't know why I was so mindfucked at the time. Because she obviously time had passed but I just was just like what anyways I left her off again because I was like okay still not really in the still not confident confident enough to hold a conversation <laughs> so it was like dozing in and out of sleep um like hadn't talked to Dennis or my mom or anything or anyone literally anyone at this stage none of the none of the girls or anything and then I woke up and I felt like quite normal at like 4am and I messaged Dennis and he was awake because uh, he didn't even know what the story was with the operation like nobody had rang him he had rang the hospital three times and they said that the doctor would call him afterwards but um, nobody called him which I did find strange I was talking to Joanne about it after and she was like that's very common like you know if the doctor has been in surgery longer than expected like his health I suppose is what takes priority like if he's going to have another operation in the morning then obviously that takes priority rather than ringing somebody like so that's grand that he didn't but I I just thought somebody would have rang him but I suppose like the even the nurse that I had there that night she hadn't even spoken to the doctor so all she had was my notes so like I suppose she couldn't even ring either because you're not going to ring somebody with half half arsed information you know or half bits here and there and, and kind of frightening someone I suppose but yeah so he didn't know so anyways I was messaging him at like four and I was like uh I was like I think I think there was a complication because because I was going in and out of sleep and I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy, I was thinking, okay, I, I knew there was something, but I just thought with the amount of times that I've gone in and out of sleep here now in the past few hours, like I'm, I probably have added legs to the situation in my dreams and am I dreaming about Grey's Anatomy in my sleep, you know, so I wasn't really sure. But I said to, I told him that there was some sort of a complication. And so then I just called in the nurse and was like, basically was just like hi <laughs> I remember the doctor coming in and telling me that there was a complication but was I dreaming it or what's the story and she was just laughing at me she was like yeah you were completely out of it when you came up here um the doctor was in there was complications it's on your notes but he'll be in the morning to talk to you and whatever and she was just so lovely so then yeah I was just telling that to Dennis and like obviously my mom was texting him being like what's the story what's the story like she went into the operation at like three and she was I think three or four I don't know I was supposed to be out at a certain time I don't know the times but I was supposed to be out at a certain time and like two two more hours had passed and there was there was no news on me so obviously they were like what the fuck's the story like 
so I texted her then like she knew I was online and she was like how did it go I was like yeah grand I'm <laughs> yeah perfect fine because I didn't know all the information and she was in Kinsale with family and she was I'm pretty sure she was out for dinner at that time as well so I was like what's the point in giving her half arse information here so I was just like she was like can you expand <laughs> and I was like yeah it was he she was like was he happy with it and I was like yeah he was happy and I said he said something to me after the surgery about his loopy so I can't really remember but he'll tell me again in the morning so I just left it at that I was like there's no point um so then he came in to me in the morning and kind of just repeated what he said like about the the damage that he did and, and what it was going to cause so basically I had to lie down for two days straight so he obviously so he cut the dural sleeve yada 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 bruised the nerves and everything but there was a fear that there was going to be a spinal fluid leaking. So I had to lay flat in the bed for two days. And I had, so I had a catheter in and a cannula. Am I saying, you know, when it pees for you? Anyway, one of them is the right word. And then I had a tube in my back. So that was like to see, oh yeah, so the tube, if there was, they could see the spinal fluid in the tube as well, if there was any leaking out, so I had to lay flat for two days, was able to like put myself up at 30 degree angle just to eat food or whatever, yeah, so that was a bit scary, and then, so I didn't have full strength in my left leg, like I had feeling in it, which was grand, but like it was very tingly, numb, like I had a dead leg and like was lacking a lot of strength especially in comparison to the other to the other foot so I was a bit like what the fuck but anyway he explained it all to me and then um I just recorded the conversation so that I could send it to mom because I'm the world's worst for like (laughs) repeating what people have said I'm like what did he say again and she'd be asking me about a thousand questions so I recorded that and I sent it on to her and it was obviously nighttime at home and she hadn't seen it and um she hadn't seen it by the time when she woke like she didn't look at that straight away or something I think I might have woken her with my phone call because the doctor came back into me then later in the day in the evening time so it was morning time at home so he was there so I was like oh perfect I'll just put her on the phone to him me thinking like she she'll have already heard the the voice recording telling her that there had actually been a complication <gasps> oh jesus she hadn't heard it she didn't listen to it she was only literally just awake like and she was there happy out <laughs> happy out and can sail on her holidays in the bathroom going getting ready for the day and i was like here the doctor is just going to talk to you there have you listened to the voice and she was like no and i was like right okay she doesn't know anything will you just tell her again so she was there happy out on facetime and then he was telling her and her face just dropped (laughs) pure mom like you know like right right okay yeah right and what does that mean now (laughs) and you know pure fucking stern and then he left the room He left the room then when he was done telling her and I was just on the phone to her and she was like, um, okay, what's the story there? What's, how did that happen? <laughs> I was like, here we fucking go now. So yeah, so the, it, basically anyway, the, for four days it was quite, um, touch and go. Not touch and go. Oh my God, dramatics. <laughs> touch and go. No, it was just scary. It was just like, 
um, they had to take it day by day. Like they didn't know what way the feeling in my left leg was going to be. They didn't know how good I was going to be able to walk. So after the two days of me lying down flat were gone, then I had to get up and walk with the physio. Like obviously like my back was in pain anyway. Sure I had a, a wound in my back. So like that alone was very tender and very sore so like lifting myself up was really really painful you know you'd be you'd be nearly paranoid that you were going to like rip it or something you know it's right in the in the center well not the center but like mid to lower back we'll say so the physio came in and I tried walking on the third day and you know he was telling me how to get up out of the bed and everything was slowly and I was I was only getting out with the with the Zimmer frame lol the Zimmer frame like at the age of 26 um so I had to slowly get up but like because I was lying down flat in the bed anyway for two days my body wasn't going to be used to sitting up but the whole thing was just a bit it was just it just gave me a bit of a fright so I got up and I was just like I couldn't really walk like it was like not not like I was learning to walk again but kind of like kind of like that and kind as well kind of like I was like a newborn calf do you know that kind of way like my my left leg was just completely dead like it was really really wobbly like my right leg was obviously grand but that was carrying me so anyways I, I stood up and I literally just stood up and took maybe two two steps, if even. And I just felt like I was going to pass out or something. And he was like, are you okay? Do you want to sit down? And I was like, yeah, I need to lie down again. Anyways, I was on the verge of passing out. But that was more so... That was just because I had been lying down flat for two days. More so than anything. Like, my body just wasn't used to being upright again. That just gave me a fright as well. I've never even passed out before. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, the sweat just came out of me my head was just spinning like I was on the cusp of passing out had I not sat down at that time so that just gave me a fright like I was just like what do you know what I mean like I had honestly expected everything to be grand obviously I was aware I was going to be in pain or whatever but like I was not one bit nervous like everyone was like you nervous I was like no I'm literally excited so to go from that extreme to oh actually now I can't even take two steps was like what and then I was on my own so I was just like oh my god there was nobody there like when the doctors and nurses left the room or the physio left the room I was just lying in the bed being like what's actually what's going on just crying like so he came back later in that day and was like do you want to try it again and I was like no (laughs) I was just traumatized so I didn't do anything then for that day and then the second or the next day the physio came back a different physio and we tried it again and I was able to do it I I I actually went a few steps further like I didn't have the dizziness like I took my time getting up out of the bed but like the leg was just wobbly like it was just so weak you know it just felt like if you put too much pressure on it or if you if I put too much yeah just too much pressure on that leg alone it would just keel over like it would just go from under me that's what it felt like so I wasn't really walking like I wasn't really lifting my legs I was more just dragging my feet and I was I was still using the Zimmer frame 
at this stage as well like I I would have fallen over without that so yeah it was just a bit of a it was a bit of a mind fuck and because obviously like a mistake was made they there was a, a request put in by the doctor for Dennis to come in and see me but that was on um it was at yeah that was the Saturday so I went in for the surgery on the Wednesday so he wasn't allowed to come in until Saturday evening after four just because it was going to be a quieter day or something like that um the other days it was just too busy with patients and stuff and like you know the cases were getting higher in here over here um so yeah he was able to come in on the Saturday so that was good because it was it was just lonely lonely and just frightening because I was just like what's gonna happen like and I didn't really have any answers like they didn't have any answers for me because as to how damaged my leg was going to be or no sorry I meant to say like it, they they did say that eventually it would go back to normal but um he said it could be 18 months so like my initial recovery time was four to six weeks for my back and now I was like you know barely able to take two steps out of the bed and apparently it could be 18 months before I get back to normality and get back full feeling in my left leg I was just like what but as every day went on then I got so much better like so much better like I still have I still have like I'm so what date is today or what day is today I'm two weeks out of the two weeks out of the hospital now no sorry two weeks from the operation now and every single day, like, I'm making massive progress. Like, I do think that the tingling, like, the pins and needles and sensitivity in my toes is going to last a while. I think the weakness in my leg will last a while. But, like, I can I can walk now. So, on Friday, just gone, I did my first walk out of the apartment. Like, I walked up to the shop now and I picked up a few things. And... I'm very that was very slow and I was wrecked after it like really really tired after it like and then yesterday no on Sunday then I did a little bit of a walk like a tiny walk um at the beach like walked up a few steps and stuff and then yesterday I walked to the park so I don't know how many kilometers I did we'll say I don't know maybe roughly two and a half to three kilometers now not fully straight like I sat down for ages when I got to the park and then I walked back but after my walk back Jesus was was wrecked but it's grand do you know what I mean it's grand it's not honestly it's not a big deal I didn't even think it was a big deal even when I was in the hospital like yeah I was crying over and yeah I was frightened whatever but I was just like oh look fuck it It, it's grand I was so concentrated on the new issue that I had as in like the numbness and the dead leg and the the lack of strength and feeling that I had actually forgotten that (laughs) the reason I went in for the operation was to get rid of the pain and the pain was gone like you know I was the sciatic pain was all gone I completely forgot. <laughs> I was standing up straight. Like when I was standing, 
I was able to stand up straight like that had just, I had completely forgotten about that because I was so focused on the other thing that I was like oh my god the sciatic pain's gone like I can sleep at night and I can stand up straight and all that so yeah even like when I was in the hospital I was like Shit, all that stuff in Afghanistan was happening and everything I was like in all fairness I'm here in the Prince of Wales hospital in the in the private hospital you know like there's loads of people here looking after me I'm absolutely grand like I'm not hanging off the fucking the wing of a plane in Afghanistan like this is literally a walk in the park like if if this does last for 18 months yeah it's a shock to the system but Jesus Christ it's it's his grand says yeah I'll be all right um so yeah and then I was just asking him there was times then he come in and I was just like what's the story with exercise and he was like what exercises <laughs> and I remember when he said what exercises I was like what do you mean what exercises like why are you asking me that question I mean exercise in general like can I do anything and everything like why are we narrowing it down here please <laughs> so I was like okay running and I was thinking of taking up boxing and then I kind of laughed and I was like well I presume boxing's off the table as soon as you just asked you had to actually ask me what exercises and then he was like um running well maybe you could take up cycling instead and I was thinking what and then, yeah, so that just made me upset a little bit. And it's always then when he's there, and I'm trying to think of the questions <laughs> to ask. Can I think of them? No. Literally, like, what, do you get to an age where you're like, like, I'm 26. Do you get, is there an age that you get to where you don't need, like, your parents to ask <laughs> the adult in the room the questions? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm also an adult. <laughs> Why don't I have the questions to ask? But also, I, I was just, you know, I was just thrown by everything that he was saying. But, like, then when he left the room, I called the nurse in. Like, I kind of cried. I was like, hold on a second now. And I called the nurse in. And I was like, um, is he gone? Is the doctor gone? And she was like, yeah, he's gone. What's wrong? And I was just crying. And I was like, no, it's crying. I just have, um, I just have a few more questions. And she was like, oh okay do you want me to call him back or is there anything I can answer for you and I was like no it's grand it's grand you're grand yeah thanks it's fine and she's like you okay I was like yeah grand thanks <laughs> no I think the nurses thought I was fried to bits because there was a few times that I cried I just couldn't stop not that I couldn't stop I could obviously stop it was just I don't know like do you know the way normally you wouldn't cry in front of people like you have self-control <laughs> like I don't know there was just a few times that like the waterworks just turned on and I was like what's going on here like why am I crying in front of this woman that I don't know <sighs> so anyway um that was great and I came out then on the Sunday I was very sick of it I was very sick of being there the room just had aircon as well um and the aircon was so loud and was blowing on me and honestly talk about first world problems but I just couldn't sleep and I was just like I don't really need to be here anymore do you know I'm 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 not in any pain I'm just being monitored and then they had to um so I asked could I go home but then they had to um 
see if I was able to do the stairs because my apartment block I have six flights of stairs and no elevator so I hadn't tried the stairs yet and then the physio came and we did a flight of stairs and just grand like I just obviously I just had to obviously take it really slow but like Dennis was going to be walking me up and I had the banister (laughs) to hold on to my friend the banister and yeah it just took ages but it, it, it was grand like I was able to do it so once I was able to do that then they were like grand girl you can go on the way home so you can so happy days um so yeah that's basically been the crack with my leg um it's still tingly do you know what else is weird actually is my toes are freezing especially on my left foot I don't know if that's normal um like they're really you know hold on now let me touch it like when I if when I touch my my big toe especially there's a tingling sensation and then when they're cold like I always have to wear socks now like even in bed I wouldn't normally wear socks to bed but I have to or else the sensation it's so weird and uncomfortable it's hard to describe I have to wear socks because otherwise I'll just find it a bit hard to get to sleep because the sensation will just be irritating me um but yeah I'm able to walk and I'm making progress every day guys and I don't know about like when I'll be able to actually well I'm still it's only been did I say two weeks or three weeks it's been two it's only been two weeks so we'll see down the line we'll see in a few weeks time like uh, now obviously I'm not supposed to be running anyway and I wouldn't be able to like I still can't even walk fast do you know what I mean like and I'm a fast walker (laughs) very fast like it's been said to me loads of times like I'm always in a rush I'd be belting down the road um so yeah I'm I'm a slow walker now like I'm telling Dennis to slow down when he's walking which and it was normally the other the other way around um so it'll just yeah it'll be interesting to see how I go with the likes of running and um do you know if I was to start lifting weights or anything like would I would it keel under pressure I just wonder about that because I can't really like it's She's weak, like. Tis a bit weak. But yeah, sure, tis grand. So that's the story with me. And then, so a few days after I came home then, I was asked to go on, not asked to go on, I an opportunity came around to go on to prime time to talk about life in Australia currently in lockdown um, with the borders closed and stuff, so... A girl that I used to work with sent me on, excuse me, sent me on the reporter status looking for somebody living in Sydney and she was like, it could be good for your podcast and I was like, why not actually, why not? <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that and like, I, um, I was, mom said that your mom said that after being on under anesthetic that you might be a bit depressed or something um because she was saying that my dad was like that one time and then he was very down after it so she was like you might be like that now afterwards and I was like right grand sure (laughs) nothing new there like I'll be grand um so I was just yeah so I was just crying a lot just like at nothing like you know 
I'd honestly be like, he'd be like, why are you crying? I'm like, I actually, I don't even know. <laughs> it's not like I was even really sad about anything. I would just start crying. It was like someone you just turn on a switch and the tears are coming out. And I was like, what? So I was quite emotional. But then the girls said they were actually quite emotional as well in the same week, like all of them. So maybe there was something in the water. I don't know. I think there was something to do with a moon as well. Not that I'm into all that moon stuff but apparently I don't know was it just a full moon or was it some there was something to do with the moon that there was weirdness about the place so maybe that was it anyway so went on and did the call and sobbing sobbing at the end I was fucking mortified I was like like there was a few times now like there, bear in mind now the conversation was half an hour so I was on the call for half an hour and then I obviously had to send her my own videos and stuff as well which I kind of had from just taking clips for reels on Instagram and, and stuff like that but like she asked me loads of questions and I was talking about different things you know a few things that I talked about in my previous episode of the podcast um called um let us go home or whatever that episode is called <laughs> you think I would know um I was talking about a few things that I talked about in that and I was kind of on the verge of choking up at those things and I was like stop stop no stop and then at the end she was like so when will you oh bearing in mind actually sorry at the start she was like her voice isn't supposed to be in it so like when I answer the questions I'm supposed to include the question in the answer do you know what I mean it's just supposed to be me talking her voice isn't going to be in it so I was like yeah girl no bother girl <laughs> I study journalism this is fine then she asked me, what was the question? Oh, when will you, what's your plans to go home next? And what's the first thing you'll do when you go home? Or something, like, very basic. Gone. Gone. The tears just came straight out. And I was like, oh my God. I was just like, no, 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 no. And then, so then I kept. I was talking to her then when I was, I was like, sorry, one minute now, sorry, one minute, just one minute now. And then I couldn't answer the question. <laughs> I was still crying. And I'd say she was thinking, right, this is TV gold, but she needs to stop talking to me um, because she's supposed to be just talking, not talking to a person. But yeah, she left that in anyway. I was like, maybe she won't put it in because I kept talking to her in it. I kept being like, sorry, sorry, oh my God, one minute. Um, but she left it in, of course. TV gold, why wouldn't they? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness now, I know I'm obviously just taking the piss out of myself and the fact that I cried on national TV. But I've gotten so many messages from people since um, I uploaded it onto my story and stuff, just saying that that's exactly... I've basically just said exactly what they have been feeling and everything like that so I and I do feel for like so there's so many of us here and a lot of people have been put in much worse situations than the situation situations that I have experienced over the last year and a half to to nearly yeah only a year and a half is it now um you know lots of people have been apart in very difficult circumstances so I suppose I was kind of speaking on behalf of everyone here in Australia well here in Sydney anyway um so yeah just thinking of everyone but yeah it's definitely looking like things are improving soon
Um, yeah, so that was on television on Tuesday, last night, Tuesday night, at home in Ireland. And I have it on my stories. Anyway, if somebody or if anybody that's over here wants to watch it, if you're at home, you'll be able to watch it on RT Player anyway in probably in a few days. I don't think it's up straight away. Or you can check it out on my story. And I hope the board is open soon. Yeah, that's the story anyway. I'm feeling better and I'm grand now and we'll be getting the podcast back to normal again and I'm going to have some lovely guests on again and get back to normal and hopefully get back to work soon and just get back to friggin normality and yeah that's it really I think things are kind of looking up I don't know if I said this did I already say this at the set I do think things are looking up and there are talks of borders been open but I'll believe it when I see it no I'm not actually getting excited about anything I'll believe it when I see it so yeah that is everything Jesus Christ I'm some woman to talk that went on for ages but yeah I just said I may as well just I just kind of disappeared in regards to the podcast like not that anyone cares about me disappearing on social media but like you know I just said why not I'll just do a little bit of a bit of a life update and i hope you enjoyed the episode and i will see you in the next one with a lovely guest and thank you so much for listening and thank you as always for leaving reviews and ratings on apple Podcasts. and if you haven't already please do and yeah i hope you have a lovely day thanks see you in the next episode bye